Welcome to episode 74 of EIU Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Rich Moser. On this week's episode, we visit with EIU women's basketball seniors Kyra Artover and Jordan Hughes as both prepare to play their final home games for the Panthers this weekend at first midcourt at Lance Arena. Both came into the program four years ago and played and have played through the ups and downs of dealing with COVID seasons. Each recalls what it was that brought them to Eastern Illinois, some of the special moments they have shared with their teammates, and what each of their futures holds after their time on the hardwood. We are in our second season of EIU Panthers podcast, and you can listen to any of our previous episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Simply search EIU Panthers podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio podcasts. Consolidated Communications is a proud sponsor of EIU Athletics. Want to learn more about the power of broadband for your home or business? Then visit consolidated.com today. As we mentioned, this is the final week of basketball regular season for the Panthers hosting games on Thursday and Saturday. The women have already clinched a spot in next week's Ohio Valley Conference Championships, while the men are currently on the outside of the tournament standings with two games remaining. Speaking of championships, the IU men's and women's track teams are in Birmingham, Alabama this week competing at the OVC Indoor Track Championships. The IU men are the defending OVC Indoor Champions when the last event was held in 2020. Last week, the IU men's and women's swimming teams wrapped up their seasons at the Summit League Championships. Action continues this weekend for the softball, baseball, and tennis programs with all of them on the road. To stay up to date on the latest news, scores, schedules, and more, be sure to visit us online at eiupanthers.com, the official athletic website of EIU Athletics. This week, you can also check out information on the EIU Fandemic, the virtual fundraising event taking place this week to support EIU student-athletes. Now to this week's episode of EIU Panthers podcast with senior women's basketball players Kyra Artover and Jordan Hughes. All right, we are joined by one of our uh, two seniors from the, or we have three seniors on the EIU women's basketball team. We're going to interview two of them today on our podcast. Kyra Artover is one of them. We'll have Jordan Hughes on the program a little bit later. We're not going to interview Abby because Abby already had her own earlier this year, so don't yes, don't have her feel like she's left out. But when she was a candidate for the senior class award, we had her on then. So, Kyra, thanks for joining us. And I guess first of all, we were just talking before we came on is think about it's going to come to an end here playing at home here in a couple days. What has it been like? What What's kind of those emotions right now for you? Um, it's so crazy right now. It almost doesn't feel real. I know I've talked to some of the other upperclassmen that we've grown up playing with so Lariah Morgan the other seniors and we're talking as if it's still our first year together yep. so it's kind of crazy feeling that we are gonna have to leave each other and uh kind of still keep our bonds with being so far away and so busy and I'm just not really ready for that to be mm-hmm. over so it's kind of just a whole it's a whole lot of emotions and I would say for for your group that as a senior class a little bit last year those those young ladies that that went through it they had to suffer through the COVID and last year was an odd year you got to come back and experience basketball the way it was so it almost came full circle for you guys during your career what has that maybe been like going through that I mean it almost does kind of feel like a year was taken away kind of felt more of those games more of like a practice a scrimmage so finally getting back into this environment I know we were telling the freshmen last year just stick through it like it's going to be different next year it's going to be back to the whole the energy on the courts when the band's there it's a whole nother level fans there they bring excitement to us Mm -hmm. and 
um, being able to finally have everyone back in the gym, it's kind of like it feels good. Because I know the senior class last year wasn't so lucky. They had to end on that note, and it's almost like, where did that year go? So um, definitely a full circle moment and just so happy that we were able to get everyone back in the gym with us and just be able to win games and participate in our games with us. I would say for your group of seniors, maybe most importantly, the fact that you got to have a somewhat normal year this year is your parents got to have a somewhat normal mm-hmm. year. Your parents, I know Jordan's parents, I know Abby's parents, they're, they're real big supporters. They're real vocal supporters sometimes <laughs> as, as, as well. So what is it like for them? I'm guessing they're happy that they got to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's a whole nother level when you hear people on the side cheering for you every game away or home and just always having your back so you can feel like you can just play. So it's a whole nother level to have them there cheering behind you. But I know I've talked to my parents quite a bit, and they're just they're trying to come to every single game possible. They're making every moment last, and um, it almost makes you want to play even harder because the people that you care about most is there to finally get to support you again. Um, and that's what we kind of missed last year. So it's nice to see the people you love and see who you're almost playing for at those games finally. And for them to see our last couple games together, all together, it's a whole moment. I know I, I love Jordan and Abby's parents. They're, they're like our own. Like, we're just a big family. So having them at games just supporting and feeling the love is just next level. Now, we're going to rewind here for a little bit for you. Go back mm-hmm. to four years ago. You came in Boy. as a high school freshman. <laughs> What was it that attracted you to, to come to Eastern at the time? Oh, absolutely. Um, when I came in, there was definitely a family atmosphere. And I know a lot of schools talk about this, and I always make this a selling point when we're talking to recruits. But I hadn't felt such a good bond right from the start with a group of girls. And that was something that I found to be something I wanted most. And I know I made jokes with my parents. I'm like, I want to go to a big city. Yeah. I want to go, <laughs> go to a school in the big city. But I think when I felt the love from the coaches and I felt the love from the players, and they hadn't even met me, they haven't yeah. known me, <laughs> and they're taking me in like I'm one of them, um, was just amazing. I know my freshman year coming in summer, I was so nervous, but it felt like I had known those girls for a while, and it just felt like, I belonged. Yep. So I was really happy. I'm still happy yep. <laughs> that I made this choice. So Now, you went to high school in, in Bettendorf, Iowa, so mm-hmm. in the Quad Cities area. So this is definitely not a big city compared <laughs> to when you're leaving the Quad Cities area. What is maybe the, without being derogatory, what's the thing <laughs> you've, you've missed most of moving from that area where you have mm-hmm. one of everything on to, to Charleston? You know what's crazy is I haven't really thought too much about that, which is insane. I feel like being around the girls here, it's almost like I have all I need, just like yep. the people around me. But, I mean, if you have to pick one thing, <laughs> um, I know we would always joke saying we wish we had a bigger mall. <laughs> mall around here. But at the same time, that's been saving me some money. Yep. So <laughs> they, it, has its, it has its balances. So probably just uh, being able to go out and just – do something but when you have the girls like we have that it doesn't matter as much because you can do whatever and still have fun now during your your time you came in and and your role has changed a little bit here as part of the team when you came in really we're supposed to play defense Mm -hmm. be a point guard distribute the basketball you did that most of your career this year coach Ballant, I don't know if he told you to do this or (laughs) if you kind of just decided on your own that you wanted to but Mm -hmm. have become more of a scoring mentality what uh, precipitated that 
Oh, absolutely. I know that when I came in, we had a lot of good scores. Like we had the Grace Lennox, we had Abby inside doing so well, and we had Carmen on the three-point shot. Like we had players that mm-hmm. could score. Um, and I found that in order to get those minutes, what I needed to do was I needed to buckle down and play defense and pass. Um, as we've continued, I feel like we have we still have girls that can score, but at times I feel like I get confidence from them to fully just go all out yeah. and just do what mm-hmm. I do what I can to help the team. And I realize that building a role is not going to take away from the yeah. team at all. It's only going to help grow it. And I I worked so hard with trainers and the coaches and even some of the girls uh, outside of practices and season to fully develop to where I'm much more confident now. Even if I miss it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make the next one. It's fine. Um, freshman year, sophomore year, I did not have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot has to do with just the work and the confidence grown from that work and the confidence from my teammates to want me to be doing that, which is amazing to have. <laughs> yep. So one of your big confident moments came a couple weeks ago. You were able to hit the game-winning shot at yes. SIUE a, a couple weeks ago. Take us through that moment and then maybe what was that like have you is that one of those ones you where you've kind of envisioned that I know when little kids always talk about hey I'm gonna catch the touchdown in the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. or make the game winning shot in the NBA finals is that that moment that goes through your head there um (laughs) it's kind of crazy because we just have so many great scorers that I know when we get to those situations I'm like whoever's gonna get it is gonna get it and they're just gonna score so I know in that moment, Lariah is driving. I know I told her, I said, I thought she was shooting it. So yeah. I was going in. I was going in to get a board. I was going to do something. And then I see her pass it to me. And I don't think I was thinking. I just felt so much, like, confidence and love from the group that when I shot that, I just had, like, everyone basically shooting it with okay. me, if that makes sense. Yep. So um, it was kind of crazy how it played out. I mean... We can say that's how the play was drawn and <laughs> went how it was supposed yep. to. Um, but I think it was definitely a big confidence builder and just a memory I will never forget. Not just the shot, but just the team celebration afterwards and just showing all the love we have and just the want to win. I think Jordan had one of the best reactions, mm-hmm. and it was just one of the most amazing feelings to see someone that you do care about and you've been playing with for so many years get so excited about just having a win. And in that game in particular, a couple things happened. One, Coach Ballant got his 400th career victory, so I'm sure that's special from that yes. standpoint. And you guys got ice cream. So what was your what, 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 what was your go-to for the ice cream, if you remember that? That oh, that be the thing that's more interesting to me. Absolutely. <laughs> we got Cold Stone, and we haven't gotten Cold Stone here. And that was, like, my favorite ice cream place back home. Okay. So I, when we saw Cold Stone, I said, I know exactly what I'm getting. It was the cake batter ice cream with brownie pieces and waffle cone pieces mixed in so good (laughs) i know some of my teammates they're like we never had cold stone i was like you should get my order and then they got something else they tried mine they're like so whoever's listening if you want to try (laughs) try that ice cream it is so it is so good other memorable moments for you guys this year you were able to make a what i would call a foreign trip i know it wasn't out Mm -hmm. of the country but it was out of the continental u.s team was able to go to hawaii part of how that happened is you guys were going to go on a foreign trip earlier. Yes. COVID, as happened to a lot of people's plans, yes. took that away. 
still the opportunity to go that what was that experience like i know on the court it may not have been what you guys wanted <laughs> but some of the cultural and team bonding things have to be things you'll remember forever oh absolutely i mean it was cr- crazy moments um i know something i'll always remember too when we went to pearl harbor such a uh, full moment just seeing like everything that happened there but while we're there we're waiting to get on this boat to go to the uh, Arizona ship I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was and we see one of the uh, officers working around um, comes up to us asks us where we're from we said Eastern Illinois he actually had a teacher or a sister who was a teacher here who okay. taught Abby <laughs> so it was kind of crazy like wow. how small of a world it was I'll remember that moment while we were there too um getting to sit on the beach for a little (laughs) while between games and practices um, and just kind of getting to roam the streets. I know there was the street performances. We had some girls join in and some of those. (laughs) So that will be moments we will never forget. And I mean, yes, the games didn't go the way we wanted them to, but those were some pretty high level teams that we played against. I know uh, Utah was ranked. I don't know if they still are, but they were. Um, And getting to experience playing against those teams and just the fight we had while we were there, like, those teams are next level yeah. almost, and to stay with them the way we did um, was something that I feel like we we can grow upon. And I know the girls; it's a great experience for all the girls coming in now, and just a great experience bonding wise for us seniors. Now you guys will have two games still here at home. You have some options after that. I'm ask you and Jordan mm-hmm. this. I think I, you guys are kind of up in the air still right now. I think Jordan probably a little bit more decided <laughs> than you are that mm-hmm. you have an option to take the extra, the COVID year. But you're not sure on that because you've been accepted into the one of the programs here at Eastern. Yes. I guess talk about what you think the future plans mm-hmm. are going to be for Kyra Artover. Um, <laughs> outside of basketball for now, I know I do want to go into, because I have a double major in psychology and communication disorders and sciences, so more of that speech pathology route. Um, so what I plan on doing is be going to grad school for speech pathology um, and just kind of getting to that that next level so I can get moving on my career. Uh, so that's that's my goal school-wise. <laughs> um, and I know we had talked about uh, Eastern being a possibility. Obviously, I got accepted here into Eastern. And I love the girls. I love the coaches. I mean, we just got a new locker room. Yep. I love the boost. Every, every supporter that has always been here, um, they've been so supportive to me, my family, been so nice to them. And um, I'm definitely looking in to see if it's possible. I know my major's a little trickier because of the challenging schedules with having your own clients and harder classes that whole first semester. So, I mean, it's definitely something I'm looking into. I have a couple months before I need to decide what schools to go to. So um, I think meeting with professors, meeting with the coaches, with the professors yep. to see if it would even be possible. Uh, but that's something that is definitely still on the mind. I mean... My body's holding up. That's yep. why I've been. Saying, that's why I've been saying I'm like my body so far is holding up. I I didn't know if it would freshman yep. year, um, just through four years of just grueling, mm-hmm. uh, practices, games, just constantly. So for it to be holding up, I mean, I feel like I'm consistently progressing. So it would be fun to play another year. So it just depends on how that how that works. Now, if that doesn't work out. <laughs> You got two more games here at home. Absolutely. Maybe an opportunity in a postseason, one of those tournaments. You, but you never know on that. Yep. What are you going to do to soak in? Not so much Thursday night's game, but Saturday's game. Absolutely, <laughs> and I mean Saturday's going to be a big game of its own. So, I think just taking every moment and just not giving up a fight. I know we've had some games where we've talked and we're like, 
we got to keep our fight going the entire time. And I think for us seniors to know that this possibly could be our last games playing together, I think that should bring so much love and fight to keep pushing. And what's better than leaving with two wins from home? You know what I mean? So (laughs) that's kind of what that goal is. Um, I know we're going to do like a little – celebration with the team and the parents and stuff for uh senior night so taking in those moments just any moments we have with the girls just making it some of the best and do what we can for that okay and then next week you guys will make the ovc tournament you're already in there probably locked in in Mm -hmm. that in that first day the five or six seed right now i think is how it's mathematically going to work out for you you guys have been to the ovc tournament before Mm -hmm. in your mind's probably some unfinished business yes other than a championship what would be a a goal to show that you've had a successful season oh a championship I mean (laughs) good point to say that um I think the biggest step would obviously get through that first game hump uh hump sorry (laughs) but basically uh getting through that first game I mean we did that my sophomore year and that was a big year for us and last year we didn't get the seed we wanted, lost that first round. But to show our growth, to show that we're still growing, I think for sure getting through that first game will be a big step. And then as we continue, it's just more and more stepping stones to prove that we've gotten even better. So I want to say just get through that first game, beat the teams we know we can be or compete against the teams that we know we can compete against. So um, that's going to be a big goal for us. And I know that's a big goal for me. All right, Cairo, I appreciate your time. Best of luck, and hope you guys enjoy what's left of the basketball season Thank you, for you. so much. That's Cairo Artover. We'll be right back with Jordan Hughes on EIU Panthers Podcast. And welcome back to EIU Panthers Podcast. We're now joined with our other senior on the team, Jordan Hughes. And, Jordan, I'll explain why I said it that way is as we started with with Kyra, Abby already had her own, so mm-hmm. that's why she doesn't get to be on this one here. So just, um, we already just had Kyra Artover. We have Jordan Hughes, the other senior on this team. And as we mentioned with, with Kyra, four years of basketball about to come to a culmination for you here with two more games at home. Have you kind of wrapped your head around what that's going to be like yet? Not at all. Mm-hmm. And Abby and I were talking about it when we were watching um, Tennessee State have their senior night like oh well like we're actually seniors I think <laughs> felt like yesterday that we were freshmen watching our seniors have their senior night so I haven't really processed it but I'm sure once it comes it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big hit now the other thing that I kind of touched on with Kyra is you guys have kind of come full circle and in, in how basketball from a fan standpoint a player standpoint has worked in fact you came in under what I would call normal basketball as a freshman and a sophomore then you kind of played through a COVID year last mm-hmm. year and now kind of back to normal this year. What has that kind of been like with that that ups and downs as a player? Um, I think it was hard COVID, especially not seeing our families as much. And it was an adjustment, just no fans or anything, which let us focus more on just the game. Um, but it's been a lot more fun this year. I'm so glad that we have fans again. And the atmosphere in Lance is a lot better than it was Um so I think it's been a good transition. I'm glad that we're back to normal. Yeah, I would agree. It's hard to create with, mm-hmm. with crowd sound when mm-hmm. there's nobody in the gym. Yeah. Talking about people in the gym then, you talked about having fans back. Your parents, much like Abby's and Kyra's, come. They're maybe not as vocal as some of the other people's mm-hmm. parents, but I think they enjoy coming. What has it been like for them to watch all four of your years' careers, and have they mentioned what it's going to be like to watch you play and wrap up your career here? You know, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm sure... My mom and my dad are 
very emotional about it, but they have probably haven't voiced that to me just so I don't get emotional. But they've been my rocks throughout this whole four years. It's been a ride, and I don't think I would be able to get through it without them. So I'm really thankful for them always being so supportive. Now, you're originally from Gurney, which is up in the, the Wisconsin, or towards Wisconsin, mm-hmm. north of Chicago. As Jordan just told me, anybody that's been to Six Flags north of Chicago, you've been to Gurney, yep. whether, you believe, whether you know it or not. is. <laughs> yep. So back up four years ago, you're a high school senior, you're getting recruited by Eastern Illinois. What sells you on wanting to come be a part of this program? Um, I really love the girls, and I know it was a different team back then, but they were so welcoming, and I came on campus, and they were excited to see me, excited to have me and show me around. So I think that was a great pull, just a family atmosphere within the girls, and I think that we've grown that culture a lot since I've been here. So Now, when you came in, in a different role than you're in then, you kind of came in as really like, as a three-point specialist is what mm-hmm. I would call it your first couple of years. You would come off the bench, try to provide a spark that way. It moved into a starter role at the end of last year and this year. What have you kind of done – to your game to kind of put yourself in the position to where a coach can look down there and he's like, he's got to start me. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of work in the off season. Um, I work out in the summer with my trainer almost every day uh, just working on growing my game. So I'm not just a three point specialist so I can attack and drive and also becoming a better passer and especially a better defender. So coach trusts me out there on defense and on offense. I think that was a big piece for me is becoming a lockdown defender. Now, as you mentioned, Coach Ballon, he's a he's big on the defense, the mm-hmm. buzz defense, as he likes to call it, which for people that don't know that term and don't follow Eastern, it's essentially a trapping 2-3 defense to, to people who want to understand it that way. Which do you maybe take more pleasure in as, as a, a player, making the big three-pointer or getting a big steal? Or does that put you on the spot? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, I want to say the right answer is playing defense. I love playing defense, but, you know, I love hitting the big three, but – I've had a couple steals and buzz that I would say were so exciting and hearing the crowd roaring when you do get a big steal and a big stop, that's amazing feeling. And I think buzz can be exciting when we play it aggressively and get some steals. So I say they're both they're both pretty fun to play. Okay. Now I guess you've played with these other young ladies the whole time, Kyra and Abby the entire career. What is it about the two of them that make you guys as a unit kind of good senior leaders on this team? I think that all three of us have had separate roles on throughout the four years, so I think we all have a little pull with everybody on the team. I think that our chemistry on the court, and we're just super uplifting, and we're so close, and we've grown so much together. Um, I feel like, feel like we've matured so much our past four years, so I think we've just grown up together, it feels mm-hmm. like, and we've, we can lead by example. Abby and Kyra are both really hard workers. Now, leading by example and being a hard worker, those those are things that would describe you as well. Mm-hmm. I know you want to be modest on this, Jordan, but very good in the classroom. Plans to go to medical school mm-hmm. when you get done. I know you mentioned before we started here, you plan on taking the MCAT mm-hmm. later this year. What is it that, I guess, excites you about wanting to go into the medical field? What interested you, you in that? Um, well, I really sparked my interest in psychology my senior year of high school so I'm a psych major, but I do pre-med, so I'm hoping psychiatry, but I'm open-minded. Okay. I just like medicine. I like taking care of people. I like seeing um, physicians make a difference in people's lives, so I'm okay. excited to do that. And then one of the things we kind of asked Kyra about is when you guys came in as recruits a number of years ago, and I know one of the things that Coach Ballant kind of sold to the class is an opportunity to play a competitive schedule, an opportunity during the summer to travel overseas on one of the foreign tours. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. 
COVID wrecked that plan like mm-hmm. a lot of other things. Yep. So instead, this year, got the opportunity to go to Hawaii, which is off the continental U.S. at least. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like for you? It was amazing, and I'm so grateful that we were able to do that and grateful that our families could come. My parents went, and that's an experience that we'll cherish forever. We got to go on some cool excursions, which was just so beautiful and so amazing and definitely diff- different than Charleston. So yeah. <laughs> it was it was a great way to start off the season and also playing some really big teams. I think that helps our confidence a lot because we go back to those teams and say, hey, we can compete with these top 25 teams. Mm-hmm. Like, you can compete with anyone in our league. So I think it was super great to start the season off and a great bonding experience for the girls. So I loved it. Now, for you, I think it sounds like you've kind of made up your decision. You have an extra opportunity to come back for an extra year, but it sounds like you, you kind of, in your mind, have already set that, hey, I'm going to ready to move on with the next mm-hmm. steps in my lives. So two more home basketball games, maybe an opportunity, one of the postseason tournaments, but you never take that for granted. What is it going to be like walking out on the court, not necessarily Thursday night, but more Saturday night for the last time? I think it's been emotional. Like I said, it hasn't really hit me yet that it's going to be the end and the last time in Lance, so I'm sure I'll be emotional. I'm trying to push it away because yeah. I don't want it to end, but um, I'm definitely going to be emotional and being with Abby and Kyra. I've been through through so much with them, so it's definitely going to be emotional. Now, basketball season doesn't end for you guys on Saturday, though, mm-hmm. so yep. you have to kind of wrap your mind around <laughs> yeah. that a little bit as well. The OVC tournament next week, you've already qualified for that. I'd ask, I asked Kyra kind of this question, too, is, Short of a championship, which I know is everybody's goal, and that's mm-hmm. the easy answer, what would be a successful end to the OVC tournament and to the season for you guys? Um, I think just playing four quarters how we should be playing. Sometimes we struggle coming out of um, the thir- into the third quarter, out of the first quarter. I think when we play like just how we play for four quarters, if win or lose, I know that we've competed as hard as we can, so I'm just hoping that we can – Play four quarters, and we'll come out with a win. Okay. And now, last question, I'm going to put just on the spot a little bit. Four years you played here, what is maybe your, I don't want to say top memory, but thing you kind of will remember most about your time being an EIU women's basketball player? Um, I think it's just the, um, this is a hard question because there's a lot of moments. Yeah. I don't think there's <laughs> one specific moment. I think the most, the thing I'll take away the most is Abby and the relationship I've built with her. She's my best friend, and I've been through so much with her. So she definitely got me through it when times were tough and celebrated me when I've been successful. So I would say Abby and our friendship. Very good. Well, Jordan, I appreciate your time. Best of luck this weekend on Senior Day and most good basketball next season. Thank you. That's Jordan Hughes. That wraps up EIU Panthers podcast with our seniors, Kyra Artover and Jordan Hughes. (laughs) 